lovelies and welcome to another episode. I am your host Holly, the founder of the Medicine Woman Collective. Lovely to have you with me today. And today I wanted to come to you with a topic that's feeling really live for some of my clients right now. Something um, I often talk about themes that I see and it is so true. We, we really do seem to go through these similar themes of experience and I've had a couple of clients this past week talk to me about this idea of them letting their self-care practice go and feeling like they haven't been looking after themselves the way they wanted to, feeling like life got in the way but also beating themselves up about this. Um, putting a lot of judgment on themselves, especially as um, these people work in the wellness industry and the healing industry and really like using this as, as a way to kind of feel bad about themselves and bad about who they are. So I wanted to give um, some guidance around this if you're in a similar place, if if you know you've had a meditation practice go out the window or if you found that your healthy healthy eating habits have gone a little bit off track or if you're finding that you're you're not doing you know perhaps you're a reiki practitioner and you're not going to reiki when you know you need it you know we can all fall into these things right where we have the tools we know the information and we find ourselves just not using it. But I wanted to give a little context in terms of the energetics behind this and you know what you might be experiencing and what might be influencing this. So from an Ayurvedic lens, if we're in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're in the Northern Hemisphere, you have just come out of Vata season. And Vata season is notorious for resisting routine, for being a little bit rebellious, for going into kind of information overload and not implementing any of it. So if you have found like the routines or structures you had in place have got a little bit lost, that's okay. It's quite normal, you know, navigating Vata season. If you have a lot of natural Vata, we'll go into this in more detail in another podcast. But for now, just know that at, at that time of year, that autumn season, early winter, it can be really difficult to sustain routine, to sustain structure. And we can find ourselves going into anxiety and overwhelm and instead of relying on the things that we know, we know, right? We know the things that work. We know the things that make us feel better. Instead of doing that, we can find ourselves doing the opposite. You know, taking in more information, numbing ourselves out, avoiding doing the inner work, avoiding doing the meditation, avoiding, avoiding sitting still, avoiding resting, avoiding refilling our cup, avoiding being kind to ourselves. And instead, we do the opposite and we can go into overwhelm or action overwhelm where 
we can become very masculine in our approach and I just need to do this and this and this and this and then it becomes too much and we can't do anything. So I wanted to give that context initially about Vata season but the good news is we are shifting into copper season. This is late winter, early spring. It's it's a time when we're likely to be feeling actually more grounded, more stable. We might find that we are more able to stick to a routine, to implement a routine, to make it a habit, to um, get that structure back in our life, that steadiness that perhaps we're craving after that chaotic Vata period. So energetically, now is the time to really, you know, relook at this. If it has fallen by the wayside, if you know you're not using the tools that you know you've got and work for you, then now is a really good time to start implementing that. However, I wanted to talk into this idea of starting where you are. Because it takes a lot of energy, it takes a lot of effort to create a new habit, to make a change, to start doing the things that we know are good for us. You know, change is hard, new things are hard, they require more from us than those things that we're doing day in, day out. So what we don't want to do, and although we may know this logically, we we perhaps aren't um, living it or noticing it. What we don't want to do is go into a new habit or new thing that we're trying to bring back. And when I say new, I mean new as in it's not happening right now, so it's going to be new to the system. Even if before that you had a meditation practice for 15 years, but somehow it's fallen by the wayside. You know, that's still new. It's still going to take effort. It's still going to require a lot of your energy. So what we don't want to be draining our energy on is how did I get here? Why did I mess up? What is wrong with me? I should be doing this. I'm supposed to be a healer, a coach, a, a Reiki practitioner, a meditation teacher, an Ayurvedic coach. Why am I not doing the things? And then we can find that our energy gets consumed by guilt, shame, there's something wrong with me. And not only is this really destructive in terms of when we're trying to create a new habit, you know, we're depleting our energy on this, but also if you think as a healer or a teacher, a coach, anyone in the wellness industry, first and foremost, our priority as a mentor for our students is to demonstrate how to talk kindly to yourself, how to treat yourself with compassion because this is so alien in much of our society. We're really good at reeling off everything we're doing wrong, everything that, you know, every mistake we've made, all our flaws. 
But the more that we can demonstrate and showcase that actually, do you know what? My practice went out the window and that's okay because I'm now getting it back on track. We're starting where we are, not taking that judgment into this new situation. And this goes for those of you that, you know, haven't ever had a self-care practice. And that was me for many years. My idea of self-care was a hot bath and a bottle of red wine. (laughs) But when I started implementing that, you know, I could see the benefits quite quickly. So there's that as a side note, but I really wanted to talk into this space of when you're in that mindset of I should know better, I should be better and reassure you that everyone on this planet that has ever tried to do anything new will have done or have had times when it didn't go to plan, when they didn't show up, when it it was rocky somehow or they didn't show up as they wanted to. And I could probably reel off a million and one (laughs) examples in my own life for this. And I'm trying to think of something that would be quite relevant to you right now. But I mean, I've certainly had times where my, my meditation practice has slipped. I had, I think, five years where I was consistent every single day. And then I think I had a period of illness where that just, just took me out of that habit. And that's all it took. I think it was like a a week or two in bed with flu and that was it. That to get that back felt like the hardest thing in the world. And I also remember the judgment I was placing on myself at that time. And that felt even harder. Because not only are we trying to train our brain to do something new, we're then using up this energy for something that we've got no control over. The past is done, you are where you are, that's where you begin. And I try and take this mindset, not always successfully, but I try and take this mindset into every day. So I can't change what happened yesterday. I can't change the way I showed up. I can't change the way that I spoke to my kids I can't change the way that I perhaps reacted to my husband I can't change the way that uh, I didn't post on social media or whatever those things are that go through our mind if these things these commitments that we said we're going to do and we're going to do better and we're going to be responsible for operating at a certain level and being consistent But I can change what I do today. I can change what I do from this moment onwards. So if I don't want to repeat that behavior, if I want to do something different, then I have a choice to do that from today. Now that's not to say I'm always going to do it, right? That I'm, we've got to have grace with ourselves. Sometimes we're going to screw up. Sometimes we're going to get it wrong. And that's okay. We look at it. What's the lessons from that? What did I notice about myself in that? What what, um, what might I have needed in those moments that I didn't have before? 
And this is a really good point, actually. Um, it's often one of the things that we don't ask ourselves when we're trying to do something new. But one of the most valuable questions I learned to ask myself, if I was embarking on a new project or making a change in my lifestyle habits, if I was promising I was going to do something different from this moment forward, if I was overcoming a challenge, if I was overcoming a problem. Uh, one of my coaches a while ago, a long while ago actually, um, brought the question to me, and what support do you need to do this? Now for me, this felt like the most alien question in the world, and I'm sure that will resonate with many of you. If I, I personally see that the people that are drawn to this healing work, that are drawn to the wellness industry, are often the people that are out there helping everyone else, right? And it's one of the reasons we get our health in so much trouble, which is generally what leads us into this kind of space and this healing. Often we're, you know, not refilling our cups. We're literally taking on responsibility, not for only what happens in people's lives, but the emotions they feel. And we constantly want everyone else to be happy and feel good. And and then we can find resentment kicks in and from our point of view. And then we feel horrible about it and beat ourselves up. But one of the questions that we can ask ourselves is, and what support do I need? And accepting or asking for support may be really alien to you. I know it was to me. I prided myself on being the woman that could do it all. I liked the idea of this superwoman badge. But actually, the biggest shifts I have made in my life, the biggest changes, the most transformational things that have happened, you know, forming this business, sorting out, I was going to say sorting out my head as in, you know, working with my thoughts and figuring out what I need to believe and what I don't need to believe and what I need to act on and what I don't need to act on. You know, working through Ayurveda in terms of my physical health and and learning self-compassion, those things have not come from me working alone. And there were different points in my journey where I knew I had no choice but to say, do you know what, I need help with this. And that's the thing about life. I think it will bring those occasions to you so that we can learn that that experience of being humble and figuring out that or admitting that we don't have all the answers and we can't do it alone. We were never meant to do these things alone. These things were meant to be done in community with love and support and people cheering you on. And sometimes that's not available in our everyday life. That's not available in the friendship circles that you have or the people in your family. And that's okay. You know, it doesn't mean that we have to necessarily throw those people away. Um, 
but it means that we need to get support elsewhere. And that's why we do what we do, right? We, we are the coaches, the healers, the teachers, so that other people can have that support. But I wanted to remind you that you get to have that support too. You don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to be perfect either. It is possible to be healing and the healer. It's possible to be unwell and the wellness coach. It's possible to feel like your life is in absolute chaos and still be the coach that your clients need. So if you feel like you've been putting huge expectations on yourself around what your self-care practice should look like or how you should live up to that or what your life should look like being in the role that you're in. I would invite you to re-examine that. You know, how much of that is healthy? How much of that is a good thing? How much of that is actually destructive? So a little contemplation for you this week. And I would love to hear your thoughts as usual. So, you know, please feel free to reach out to me on social media, the Medicine Woman Collective. Um, I think on Instagram, it's Medicine Woman underscore collective. <laughs> but I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear if this resonates. And what you're going to do to peel back those expectations that you're placing on yourself and give yourself a bit more grace as you negotiate your own self-care while providing support for others. All right, take care and I will see you soon. Thank you for joining me for today's episode. I so hope you got value and inspiration to take forward into your business. If there's anything you want to share with me, I would love to hear from you. So please feel free to reach out. And if you want to support me, if you could leave a review, subscribe, share with your friends, that would be fabulous. In the meantime, you can find out more about me and what I do at my website. Link is in the show notes. Otherwise, I will see you soon. Take care.